Hello, hello, healthy friends. Welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Life. I am Coach Ashley, and you will notice today Coach Monica is missing, but don't worry, she will be back next week. Unfortunately, this week she's just feeling a little bit under the weather, which I completely understand because the sickness has hit my household as well. Um, Unfortunately, it's just that time of year. It seems like it is cold and flu season, and it seems like the crud's going around. But again, don't worry, Coach Monica will be back next week. I know we're going to miss her, but let's um, let's wish her some well wishes and just to get better soon. So since we are already a little over a week into the new year, and you know we've been talking about new year goals, you know, not new year, new me, just new year, new goals, better me, stuff like that. Um, I know that this time of year can get very busy. We have probably maybe set these new goals for ourselves. You know, school is back in session for those that have kids, stuff like that. It can just be a very busy time of year right now. And finding balance in that busy world can be really hard. We can struggle with trying to find a balance between the priority of our self-care, taking care of ourselves, you know, finding that time to make the right food, finding that time to get the activity in. Um, Everything can be just so very busy this time of year. And I really want to talk about how we can find that balance in this busy, crazy, hectic lifestyle. So first and foremost, personally, I think one of the top things that you can do in trying to navigate this busy time is to prioritize your uh, nutrition. You've got to find that balance in nutrition. Sometimes that can mean choosing more convenient foods, but convenient doesn't have to mean less nutritious. Convenient foods can still be nutritious. You can still have those well-balanced meal options. You just have to find the right way to do it. So when we think of um, convenient foods, we kind of think of grabbing those granola bars or those prepackaged snacks. And yes, of course, sometimes that is just what we have to do. But if we are wanting to prioritize our health and we are wanting to have that balance in nutrition, this might take a little bit of time that you can find to set aside to prepare your own convenient foods. That can mean um, making your own cereal or granola bars or maybe setting aside like, I don't know, 30 minutes on a weekend to meal prep some grab and go like either meals or snacks. One of my favorite things to do ahead of time, um, especially like anybody who listens recently knows that we are a softball family. My oldest daughter loves softball. So with having three different practices in a week, plus games starting in the next about, about month and a half, I'd say it's a very busy time for us and convenient foods are going to be a huge priority for us. We're going to have to have things that we can grab and go. So when I am busy and I'm on the go, I always make sure that I, or at least I try to make sure that I have things that I can grab and go. So I will make packaged snacks like uh, crackers, pretzels. I will have carrots and broccoli and tomatoes in bags. What I do is I prepare those in, you know, just those little Ziploc sandwich baggies. Um, Even the Healthy Shop has some reusable ones. If you love the eco-friendly style, those are always awesome too. But whatever it is, however you package it, get those things prepared. For snacks like that, it takes me less than 10 minutes to throw in a bag. And I either throw it in the pantry, throw it in the fridge or even the freezer, depending on what it is. And then I can just grab it and go when I need it. I also love to label those bags. So I use Calorie Command on the Healthy app. Um, Previously, when I used Better Balance, whatever plan you're on, write down your calories, your bites, your net carbs on that bag so that if you don't have a second to waste to get on the app and track that second, at least you know how many um, calories or bites or whatever it is that you're spending on the snack. That way it's there, it's ready for you, and you can track it when you've got a second. 
Also, when it comes to convenient foods, I prep things like sandwiches or wraps. I love a good low carb wrap like the uh, Mission Carb Balance or what is it? The Olay Extreme Wellness ones, I think. Those calories are really, really low for the um, low carb tortillas. Throw some turkey or ham and some, you know, maybe reduced fat cheese, load it up with veggies. I love doing lettuce and spinach and tomatoes and onions, all that good stuff to throw in that wrap to get that nutrition up, keep that balance in there, but it's still grab and go. You can prep a couple of them at a time, throw them in a container or even a baggie and put it in the fridge. And again, label those calories or bites as you need it so that you know what you're going to be having, what you can track later on when you have a second and it's just easy to grab and go. That is how you find the balance in having nutritious but also convenient foods. I know it may seem crazy with a hectic lifestyle, but if you can dedicate any kind of time during your week to prepare and portion out healthy meals, it's going to make a huge difference. I'm not a huge meal prepper, but I do, again, like I explained, I do prep snacks and sandwiches and things like that. Whatever it is you can do, try to find that time to set aside, even if it's on a Sunday night at eight o'clock PM, you know, put those kids to bed and go meal prep if you can. Um, It's just about finding that time because if you are on this journey, you are making that commitment, that dedication to yourself, then you also have to put that dedication and commitment towards actually going through with it. Now, just because this may be a crazy, busy, hectic lifestyle these days, it doesn't mean that you have to go through it alone. One of the biggest things you can do to help yourself out is to delegate tasks. You know, don't hesitate to give out tasks when it's possible, whether it's work responsibilities or household chores, meal prepping, you know, whatever it is. If you can share that load with somebody else, it can really free up some time for self-care, including that exercise or that meal prep or even just the grocery shopping. When we are not feeling like we are carrying the load completely on our own, it's going to help free up that time. And it's also going to give us that extra mental capacity to feel like we can handle this task. So now talking about balance, we know that we need to try to balance that nutrition, balance getting our food ready and all that good stuff. But what about physical activity? It can feel so much like we have zero time to get that in. I completely understand. I'm a busy mom. I'm a busy wife. I work from home and even being from home or at home during the day, I should say. You would think that I would feel like I had enough time to do my activity, but there are some days where I just don't feel like I do. But then I remember there are many times where, again, anybody who's listened for any period of time knows that I am a, I'm a bookworm. I love reading and I love curling up on the couch and sitting and reading my book. And so there are times, many times throughout the week where I'm sitting there reading and I remember I could be using this time wisely. When I think back to those times when I say, oh, I just don't have enough time to work out. I can't get the treadmill out right now. I can't go get my weights out. I try to remember that and remind myself when I'm sitting there reading my book for an hour or so at night. So instead... I can get up, I can go get on my treadmill and I can very much read while I'm on that treadmill. You know, if you feel like you have any kind of downtime, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. You don't have to dedicate an hour or two hours or even 45 minutes every single day. Sometimes you might only have 15 minutes, but that 15 minutes is better than zero minutes. Some days you may have more time to dedicate and that's great. Maybe on this one day, you do have an hour or so that you can dedicate to some activity. Um, It's not about pushing ourselves so far to the limit where we just can't handle anything else. It's again about finding that balance. 
No one says that when you are beginning to dedicate yourself to regular workouts that they have to be an hour every single day. You can dedicate yourself to short regular workouts, like brief but effective exercises that you can incorporate into your daily or if you're like me, almost daily routine. It doesn't have to be seven days a week. I only get my activity in, and I shouldn't say only, I get my activity in three to four times a week. That's what works for me. That's what I can mentally and physically handle right now. And everything that I do in those few days a week is better than doing nothing. And I'm not only talking about intentional exercise here. You can encourage other forms of movement like taking the stairs, You know, going to these businesses and doctor's offices and grocery stores, wherever, the mall. Instead of taking those elevators or those escalators, try taking the stairs. It's just gonna give you that many more steps in the day. One of my favorite things to do if I go grocery shopping, because again, anybody who's listened before, I am a huge believer in my grocery delivery. It just helps me plan and organize so much better. But when I do to go, go to any store, I park much further away. For one, my car has been hit so many times you wouldn't believe in these parking lots. I always get all of these crazy little dings and dents in my doors from people just not being considerate. And that's no fun. So I don't like my car to get damaged. I park further in the back. Not only does that help my car, <laughs> it helps me. I can use that time to get those extra steps in. Because doing that frequently, doing that plus taking the stairs or just taking a nice little walk around your neighborhood, all those little steps where you wouldn't think add up to much, they do. Because when you add them up within a week's time, they still add into your steps. They still add into your activity and movement for the week. So even if you feel like you don't have the time to regularly exercise, think about how you can incorporate those short, regular workouts. Another favorite of mine are HIIT workouts. And those can be a little bit what's the word? Let's say tricky for some. Um, HIIT workouts most definitely can be effective for many people. I know that sometimes they can, well, they are high intensity. That's what HIIT workouts are. They're high intensity interval training and they can be hard on the joints. So I have found lots of videos online for low impact hit workouts. And low impact does not mean low intensity. You still get all that intensity. All you need is like 10 to 15 minutes to get this workout in and you feel great afterwards, but it's easier on your joints, easier on things like your knees, your ankles, even your elbows and arms, but you are still getting that high intensity and you get this really short burst but a really good impact of workout in just such a short amount of time. So really just be mindful. Be mindful of your movement. Try to get it in in any way that you can. In this busy, hectic, crazy life that we live, sometimes it can feel impossible to just get some rest and recovery time. But I'm here to tell you now that is equally as important as your activity and your balance and nutrition. The quality of sleep that you get is so, so important for both physical and your mental well-being. So try to make these strategic rest breaks. Incorporate short breaks during your busy days so that you can recharge and reduce your stress. You also are gonna have to plan some downtime. If you're a busy you know, go-getter and you're constantly on the go, it's going to be so as equally important to plan your downtime just as much as you plan anything else in your life. Schedule that downtime for some relaxation and even stress reduction. As we know, managing stress is gonna be so crucial for not just your, your mental, but also your physical well-being. You know, we've said it before and I can't say it enough, stress releases cortisol. 
Cortisol can put stress on the body, which in turn can make it hard to lose weight sometimes. It can cause weight loss stalls, or you know, it could even cause some weight gain. Managing that stress is gonna be so important. And in doing that, you're gonna have to plan that downtime. Um, for me, like I've said before, sitting down with a good book or walking on my treadmill with a good book, that is stress reducing to me. I love putting my mind in another world that is not my reality. And it lets me just forget about the stresses of the day for a while. Maybe it's journaling. As a shout out to Coach Monica. I miss her so much today. I do not always enjoy talking by myself. I miss you, Monica. But I'm going to take a page from your book. Try journaling. Write down your thoughts. If you're stressed, write about it. You know, If you need to write down what you need to get out to feel better, then do that. I think journaling can be a great way to really get in contact with your inner self, your inner mind and figure out you know, what's going on. I know I'm stressed. Maybe I don't know what's causing it right now. Maybe I need to get these feelings out. And once I see them physically on a piece of paper or my computer or my tablet or my iPhone, you know, whatever, whatever way that you decide to get your thoughts out. But seeing that there in physical form can probably help you figure out what exactly is going on, pinpoint that area that needs fixed. And then you can figure out what you can do to stress relieve that. Whatever it is, just make sure that you allocate some time for activities that bring you joy and relaxation. Even if it is a busy, busy time, I completely understand. Just try to give yourself some of that time. We all need it and we all deserve it. So when we think of weight loss and wellness and trying to balance that with our busy schedules, we need to take a look at how, you know, how exactly we do that. Sometimes we feel like we need to make these big drastic changes that are going to take really long periods of time when we feel like we don't have that time during the day. But I'm here to tell you that's not always the case. The significance of these small little regular efforts over a period of time are going to lead to sustainable results. It doesn't mean that we have to take these big, huge jumping leaps all the time that takes up all of our time in the day. If we focus on small little changes over time, we incorporate this one little small change here today that might take five minutes. And then the next day or in the next couple of days, we incorporate another small little change that day to where they start becoming daily habits for ourselves. Those little small changes here and there they add up to that big overall picture. And you may not even realize it in the beginning, how much that you are able to change by taking these little steps. But once you start doing them and say, let's look six weeks into the future, you look back to where you started and you're like, wow, I changed this on this day. And then a week or so later, I started adding this in. And now look at me, I've made all these little small changes that have added up to these big overall results. I really truly believe that making these sustainable changes over a period of time is more effective than relying on sporadic or intense efforts. You know, if you focus on daily or weekly habits that contribute to your overall goals, when you sustain this over longer periods of time, they lead to lasting and sustainable results. This process should really be gradual and steady. It shouldn't be like these wicked, crazy bursts of crazy things that you're doing. You know, let it be gradual, let it be steady. And that's going to make it all more achievable and maintainable than those big, crazy changes. Big changes too soon are ultimately gonna lead to burnout which we know is gonna make it less likely for us to stick with it. So don't let yourself get that burnout. Make these small changes here and there. If you are just beginning, hey everyone, by the way, to the new listeners, if you are just tuning in, um, keep this as a reminder. You know, Don't go too big too soon. Making these small changes over time is going to be necessary. 
you don't want that burnout. If you are cutting out crazy major foods and you are trying to meal prep three different meals every single week, you know, making those big changes like that, you're probably going to get burnout. And anybody who has ever experienced burnout before knows that it's not fun. You get to that point where you're like, I can't handle this. I can't do it anymore. I cannot continue doing this for the rest of my life to keep this weight off then you know that something's not right. You know that you need to take a step back and look at what you're doing. Maybe even completely restart, go back to the beginning if that's what you need to do, or just take a couple steps back if that's what you need to do. The point is to find these small gradual lasting changes so that you don't get burnout because you truly do wanna stick with it. I know you do, I believe in you, and it is possible. You just have to make those small changes so that you are able to stick with it. So when we're trying to find balance in this crazy, hectic, busy lifestyle, just remember the importance of balancing that nutrition, You know, finding those convenient foods that are right for you, but that they still align with your goals. Get that activity in when you can. Again, you don't have to dedicate yourself seven days a week to the gym or seven days a week in your own home. It can be what you can give. Try starting out with say three days a week, even if you've got 15 to 20 minutes on those three days. That is still better than doing nothing at all. You know, find that balance and be sure to give yourselves rest. You know, schedule that downtime. Again, you don't want to get burnt out. And please don't be afraid to delegate other tasks to some people if, if it's something that you are comfortable with. And above all, I think it's really important to remember to maintain a positive mindset. We've had episodes in the past about positivity, positive self-talk, um, a more goal-oriented and focused positive mindset. That's so very important too, because if you truly believe that you can't or don't think that you can, then you probably can't. And it's not because you actually can't, but it's because you think you can't. You know, you're only gonna go as far as what you believe you can. So you have to have that positivity there for yourself. So I'm gonna end this with a quote since you all know how much I love my cheesy quotes. And it's this, like a song, embrace the rhythm of progress and the symphony of your busy life. Keep your goals like a favorite tune, adjusting the melody to match the beat of your busy life. It's not about speed, it's about steady progress, like the beat of the drums keeping pace for your song. Create a masterpiece of balance by finding harmony between a vibrant life and your wellness journey. And that, my friends, I feel like completely sums up everything that I've talked about today. Find that balance, you know, get that rhythm set and keep going. Sometimes you're going to have those upticks and sometimes you're going to have some down ones too. But the importance is, is the overall trend that you just keep going and stay consistent with it. Consistency is going to be your absolute best friend, even in this crazy busy lifestyle. So with that, everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see y'all next week.